If you've experienced a DNA surprise, you know that your emotions can range from shock to denial to grief to anger to confusion to joy and around again. And sometimes it's hard to find people who understand this unique experience. Sometimes we feel a little stuck as we navigate this journey. That's why we created the DNA Surprise Retreat. At the DNA Surprise Retreat, you'll enjoy six expert-led sessions to help you process your DNA surprise. You'll eat delicious catered meals, and most importantly, you'll build beautiful friendships with people who understand you, all in a stunning private ranch facility in the Arizona desert. If you've had shocking DNA test results, know that you're not alone. This retreat is for you. Join us September 19th through the 22nd, 2024 in Phoenix, Arizona. Registration is open now. Reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. I'll see you there. I'm the victim in this entire situation. Like I've wanted to know forever and it's, I feel like it's kind of like all the adults in my life kind of, I don't know, it's, it's all of their decisions that have led up to where we are at this point. Imagine spitting into a tube, sending off your DNA and unknowingly turning your life upside down. For me and thousands of others, this is our reality. I'm your host, Alexis Auerselt. In July of 2021, I discovered that I am an NPE, someone who has experienced a non-paternal event. In other words, my biological father isn't who I thought he was. This podcast shares the journeys of people who were shocked by a DNA discovery, mostly through modern DNA testing. We're telling the stories of NPEs, adoptees, and donor-conceived people and their families. This is DNA Surprises. DNA Surprises are often bittersweet. The results we receive via consumer DNA testing can lead to upset and confusion, but they can also answer long-held questions and lay the foundation for new relationships. In this week's episode, Bonnie shares how she always knew that she didn't know her father. But once she started searching, she found answers she didn't expect. Her journey to identifying her biological father includes many twists and turns. She shares how she was able to track down her bio dad with the support of a search angel and how her discovery has affected her relationship with her mother. Thank you for sharing your story, Bonnie. My name's Bonnie. And I'm 29. And well, I was born in Perth, Australia, but I grew up in New Zealand. Um, I'm a New Zealand citizen. So, but I am living in Australia again. So, but I'm from New Zealand. From listening to a lot of the other stories, I felt like mine was in some ways different because I never knew who my biological father I always knew that I didn't know him. And growing up, my mum, like, I didn't have any other father figure. Mum had lots of, like, mum had various boyfriends, but essentially mum was a single mum and I just didn't know who my dad was. 
Um, so when I was little, I do remember having some times where like, there was one girl who made fun of me at school because I didn't have a dad and I was a bit upset about it. And mum was like, no, you do have a dad. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a dad. You have to a dad, a mum and a dad to make a baby. So you have one. And if anyone asks, just say his name is Peter. Um, <laughs> and she was like, mm. his name's Peter. And that was that really. <laughs> Did you ask a lot of questions? Like, were you curious about who your biological father was? Yes and no. I think it didn't come up too much. I remember being like at school, um, like sometimes they'd be like, oh, what's your mum and dad's name? And you'd have to write down their names or whatever. And I'd always feel a bit like really uncomfortable and I'd kind of just be like, oh, Peter. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember as a young child asking mum much about it. There was one boyfriend that she had long-term. There was one point where, because mum encouraged me to like ask him if he was okay with me calling him dad on Father's Day. So it was kind of like he was the closest to, I wouldn't consider him a father figure, um, but he's probably mum's longest boyfriend that she had. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then on Father's Day, um, I woke up and I was so excited because I like never had anyone to say happy Father's Day to. I think I would have been like seven or eight. And I ran out, I heard him get up in the morning (laughs) to get up, I guess, to go to the bathroom. And he walked out into the hallway and I came running out of my bedroom. I was like, happy Father's Day, dad. (laughs) And he was like, Oh, it's too early. <laughs> Turned around, went into the bathroom. <laughs> so I, I know it, like it came up. There were I know that it was something I thought about, but overall, not too much. There's just like a few points, a few memories until I was about fifteen or sixteen. That's when it kind of kicked up a notch in terms of wanting to know about him. Mm-hmm. Did your mom ever give you? background about what happened or who she thought he was or where he was at that point? I don't recall her ever giving much information except that that statement I think she said about him being like sailing around the world (laughs) Um, which Mm -hmm. ties in but when I was about 15 seemingly out of the blue mum was like oh I actually have to tell you something Peter might not be your dad so I, I don't remember it as well if I knew this man, Peter, could be the person or if it was just the name, you know, just a friend, like tell people that it's Peter. But I kind of always just thought, oh, yeah, my dad's name's Peter. Um, but when I got to about um, 15, she was like, oh, I have to tell you something. His name actually might not be Peter. Um, there were actually a few different people who it could have been. And that's when she kind of went into a little bit more about it. So she was like, well, I was actually dating this guy, my ex-boyfriend, and his name was Steve. And they had broken up about a month before I would have been conceived, well, what she thought. She broke up. It was also her birthday month. Um, and it happened to be this big Navy event happening in the city that she was um, living in, which is in... Mm. So there were like lots of um, Navy people from like the Australian Navy, the US Navy, all they're doing this big, these big naval games. Um, and it was her birthday month and she'd just broken up with her boyfriend and she was 21. So as you can imagine, she went wild. 
Right. Yeah. Um, had a good time as like you do. There were actually four people who it could have been. Okay. And she always excluded this guy, Steve, who was her ex-boyfriend because she thought the timing didn't match up quite right. And she was like, and I really didn't want it to be him. I just really didn't mm. want him to be your dad. And I look a lot like my mum. So it was really hard to tell when I was born who I looked like. So she just worked it out. Okay, it can't be Steve. So there were four people. It could have also been another friend of hers, but he actually did a paternity test when I was a baby, which I wasn't aware of, and it came back negative. And then the other man was actually an African-American man from the US Navy. And she was like, and when you came out, like mum's heritage, mum's background is like Scottish, Irish, just like mm-hmm. all the way back. And I came out ginger. She just was like, I'm pretty sure you're most likely not part African-American. <laughs> so right. that left this mystery, this Peter guy who she had um, had a fling with. Um, he was in the Australian Navy over a weekend or two while that was happening. So, but anyway, she was like, oh my gosh, I've realized now you look just like Steve. So once you became a teenager, she saw more of a resemblance there. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe I didn't see it before. You look so much like Steve. You even like your sense of humor is like Steve's. So many things. She was like, Steve must be your dad. It was meant to be a secret. She wasn't meant to tell me. She had like been in cahoots with Steve's mother, so my alleged grandmother and my mum's mother. They actually came to visit, not Steve, um, but my potential grandmother came to visit me, which was like a five-hour drive with my grandmother under the pretense that she was a friend of my grandmother's. Um, mm. And she brought photos of her family and of her son who was, you know, I wasn't meant to know who she was, but mum told me. It was really weird. And so that's when I started kind of thinking about it more. And we were going to do a DNA test, but it got really messy. Mum had told Steve when I was a baby, no, she's not yours. And so he knew of me, just thought I wasn't his. And he now had a family, two kids, wife. And once he found out that I could be his, um, mum got a phone call from him. Um, he got kicked out of the house, apparently. It was this big thing. Even though it predated his, his new family? Yeah. Mm. Which I don't understand. I feel like if my partner found out, you know, years down the line that he had a kid that he didn't know about, I feel like I'd be, I'd want to be welcoming. Like it's not, it's not that kid's fault. <laughs> I don't know. And also yeah. it predated me. Was your mom, when she disclosed this to you, what was her vibe? Was it matter of fact? Um, was she embarrassed? How was that conversation? I think she has a lot of shame. I think she feels a lot of shame around the whole situation. She, it was fairly matter of fact. Mum's quite a, she's fairly honest as a person, mm-hmm. most overall. Like she, we've, we've got a lot of issues and stuff in our relationship, but yeah, she was just like, I just didn't know. And I thought, you know, but she, her story changes a little bit as well, which is why it's kind of confusing. So 
she's honest, but I think she, it's almost like her memory just changes a little bit over time. Okay. Okay. So, so she discloses to you that she isn't a hundred percent sure who your biological father is. And then it might not be Peter, but it could be Steve when you're about 15 and you met his mother. And that's kind of what started your curiosity. But then due to family drama, you were never actually able to confirm. No, not at that time. So mum actually called the whole thing off mm. because she was just like, well, because it he called her and there was like yelling on the phone and it was just, mum's quite a turbulent, loud person. So she's never shy to have a fight with someone and yell. Mm-hmm. And so it was like lots of yelling. And all I was, I was just standing in the room while I could hear mum yelling on the phone to someone. And then she got a phone. She's like, no, we're not doing it. This is it. Like, you don't really need to know. Do you? Like, you know, we, we, you've got lots of family who love you already. And we're pretty sure it's Steve. Like, you don't really need to know for sure, do you? Like, and I, it wasn't really something I could really argue with. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, no, I know you love me. And at that point, I was 15 and the DNA test that they were going to do mum completely was like no don't want to do it from then on I kind of just was like okay well I guess my dad's name is Steve and I knew he had kids and I was friends with his mother on Facebook for a couple years so I used to like look at them and stuff on Facebook but I never had any contact with Steve and not really any contact with his mother until I was 18 and I moved away from home um, and went to university so I actually reached out to her then because I really wanted to have a relationship with that side of my family. I've really felt like I've just didn't know where I came from. Like, obviously I know my mum's side, but it's something I think I've always kind of just missed is not knowing, not just not knowing where I come from. And there's features on my face that don't quite match mum's and, but I don't know where mum's features end and this other person's features begin so I just wanted to know like even if Steve didn't want to know me I was like well maybe I'll get to know my grandmother because she was really lovely and she wanted to be my grandmother Mm. we were in contact for a little while um, but then she just stopped responding to me after a little while and I didn't understand why because I was like well I thought she wanted to know me (laughs) yeah it was really upsetting it was really upsetting at the time I think I was like 18 19 and I went back to mum and I was like, I don't understand why she's not messaging me anymore. And mum got in touch with her somehow. And she told my mum that the reason why was because she didn't really want to build a relationship with me unless she knew for sure that I was her granddaughter. Mm. And at this point, Steve didn't want to do a test anymore. And so she was like, I don't want to build a relationship unless I know that you're my biological granddaughter and, and Steve doesn't want to do a test to know. So... Like, there wasn't really much to do. So, yeah, it was 15 when I first found out and mum called off the DNA test. And then when I was an adult at 18, 19, I reached out. And that's when they were like, no, we don't want to do one now. And then so I was just like, okay. Basically, I, oh, man, I did so much stalking in the most, like, (laughs) non-creepy way possible, but pretty creepy. I was like, I really wanted to know about them. 
because my nose is really different to mum. So I'd like find pictures of them online and I'd be like, is my nose like Steve's nose? And my ears are different to mum's. And my, are my ears his ears? And I'd look at his kids. And um, I wrote him lots of letters because I was really angry as well that he knew that he probably had a daughter and didn't want to know anymore. And I was angry at mum as well. I don't know. It just felt un- unfair. Yeah, yeah. I just really wanted to know. And I, I feel like I was talking about it with someone the other day. Like a lot of people just don't don't care to know what their biology is. But I just always had this like longing to know. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just like his brothers, like my uncles and stuff. I was like, I just, I feel like I've got this whole side of me that I have no idea about. And his mother also had breast cancer um, when she was younger and had both of her breasts removed which was genetic. So she, even though she didn't want, like, want to know me, she did actually, when I was about 21, I, I was going to get birth control and my doctor was like, oh, do you have breast cancer in the family? I was like, oh, I think so, actually. So I reached out to her and she sent me her medical records, um, which was nice, but that was the only contact I had until I was 24. And then completely out of the blue, I got a message from his mother one day and was like, hi, Bonnie, Steve wants to do the test now. Will you do a DNA test? So this is like nearly 10 years after I've, you know, first found out about him. He wants to do this DNA test. And of course I was like, yes, yep, definitely. I do want to do the test. The whole thing took about a month and I got the results back and it was, whatever the lowest percent chance, probably 0.00% chance that he's my father. Wow. What was your reaction when you saw that? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was at work. Um, I don't know why I did this, but I had put my work email as the email where they send the results to. And so it, it popped up in my inbox and I share like a little office at the time with one other person and she knew the whole like what was happening I had been keeping her updated with this whole story so it was like a reality tv show for her she was like oh my gosh we're gonna find out um but I was like maybe I shouldn't open it and she was like no you have to open it because otherwise you're not gonna do any work all day so I clicked on it and opened it and as you know it was negative and I just I started welling up, like my, I started tearing up. Yeah. I just couldn't believe, like I could believe it. I, I knew that it, it might not be him, but I'd kind of started like, well, for like nearly the last 10 years, I'd been like that. This is most likely the person who's my dad. Right. And I'd spent obviously like a long time, like looking at him and trying to find out as much information as I could. It almost felt like everything just went silent. And I looked at my coworker and I was like, it's negative. And she yeah. was just like, she saw me and she was like, are you okay? And when I started, like, she just saw my eyes and she was like, go for a walk. So I, I was like, okay. And I grabbed my car keys and I walked out of the office to go for a walk because I just didn't know what to do. I just felt so, it was just like a, a rush of, emotion just everything just kind of just felt like I couldn't believe it what did your mom say oh 
I actually didn't expect mum to get the results right away because she doesn't really use her emails and she had selected to get a post, like it posted to her. But I guess they, so I was kind of relieved, but I guess they emailed her anyway and she happened to check her emails. She called me not long after I'd left the office. So I walked out for this walk and I'd actually just walked to my car and drove home. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, I don't even really remember the drive home. I just, mm-hmm. that I was at work and then I was in my car and then I was at home and mum called and she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that it's not him. I just really thought it was him. And I just was like, I can't, I don't even, like, I can't even talk about it. I can't talk to you right now because now I was like, oh my gosh, now it must be this Peter person. And right. who's, who's Peter? Like she didn't have any details about where he went because it was a fling? Yeah, not really. So, and at this point as well, mum really didn't like me telling people about, you know, my story because she Mm -hmm. was like, think about me. You're just thinking all about yourself. Like you're being really selfish. Like I don't want to do this anymore. She's like, can we stop looking for him now? Like I don't want to look for him anymore. Not that she'd actually ever put in any effort into finding him. That, that infuriated me as well because then she was like, oh, well, oh, yeah, when I thought it could be Peter, I actually did go to the Navy office to get in touch with him, um, but they made me fill out paperwork and it was just like a lot of paperwork, so I didn't do it. <laughs> I was just oh, like... wow. So this is what you mean by kind of additional details came out. As, yeah. 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 She was like, oh, yeah, it was just like a lot of, you know, it's a lot of paperwork to go through to get in touch with them. And I was just like, and, and she didn't want to do it anymore either. And she was like, why don't you think about my feelings? This was, you know, this is not just you. This is like my feelings too. And one thing that breaks my heart, the one thing, like I know that, I know that my mum loves me and cares and she's a good person she she is just so self-absorbed throughout this entire thing it's always been about you know her feelings and I know that there's a lot of shame there but like everyone in my family has always known that I didn't know who my dad was no one really cares like I don't care I don't judge that it's mainly just been how she's her choices and behavior now as well like it's not really changing and then yeah she all this extra detail came out and she's like oh well yeah, I don't remember his last name anymore. I remember he was in the Navy and there were these Navy games happening. But yeah, she really, she was like, this is all too much for me. I don't want to, I don't want to find out. And she said his last name sounded funny, which that was kind of like my only other clue. So I was like, it's, it's Peter. His last name sounds funny. And he was in the Navy. So you go some time without any real answers. Mm. How did you learn about consumer DNA testing and did you decide to take it because you were hoping to find Peter? I think it was a a great, one of my family members recommended it and she had done it just because she's really interested in the family tree and genealogy. I did my DNA in 2019. So between 2017 and 2019, I just had what mum had given me to go off. So I was looking up like in Google, just like Peter, Australian Navy, Navy Games. And I did find, I was looking through newspapers. I found out all the ships that were in the port at the time. 
Like yeah. I knew every single ship that was there at these events. And I knew where they were going, when they were decommissioned, <laughs> like all this information. But like also I kind of had to take some of my stuff with a grain of salt because like, what you know, one day I'd be like, oh, what about, she'd be like, oh, maybe Adelaide sounds familiar. And then she'd be like, oh, maybe this, like this city sounds familiar. Maybe he was from Tasmania. Maybe he was from, like, maybe it was this ship. But she had no idea. She was like, so even though she didn't want to find him, over the next, like, couple of years, like, I would just send name. I would literally send names to her. I'd look through Navy newspapers. And anytime I saw the name Peter, but she was like, yeah, maybe it was double barrels. Like, you know, it was, a hy- it was like a hyphenated name or maybe it rhymed with something or just sounded funny. So I'd just send her names and be like, is it this name? Like, could it be this name? No, no, no. And yeah, it just became really, really disheartening. Like I just never felt like I was getting anywhere, but I was doing so much research, like hours and hours and hours of research. And then in 2019, I decided to do my DNA um, in Ancestry and 23andMe. I did both at the same time because I was hoping to find some match. So that's why I decided to do it because I felt okay. like I was at the end of what I could really get. <laughs> 2019, you take the test, but you don't get any immediate results. Do you match with any family from your bio dad's side? Uh, no close results. So a little bit of background as well, intergenerational trauma. <laughs> Mum doesn't know her dad. So, well, uh. she knew of him. She knew his name, um, but she actually had a true NPE experience, I think, when she was like four or five. So her mother got pregnant with her, you know, unmarried. So she quickly got married to another man. And I, I think he knew that he wasn't her dad, but mum didn't know when they later divorced when she was about four or five and she then didn't get to see her dad anymore. And she didn't understand because, you know, why wasn't he coming to see her? And my grandmother, so her mum was like, well, he's actually not your dad. Mm. Your dad's this other person. Really awful for mum when she was a little girl because she didn't understand. But nanny knew who he was. So mum had his name, knew a little bit about the family, but then he also died quite young. So she never got to know her dad. But with my DNA matches, because I didn't know much about mum's dad's side and I had nothing about my dad's side, it was really hard to figure out, except for mum's maternal side, who was on my father's side and who was um, mum's dad's side. But yeah, no, I had no one close except a cousin of mum's father um, in 2019. Um, But yeah, this year, so it would have been about two two and a half to three months ago, I got really into looking again. And I had, I had every few months, basically over the last few years, I've intensely like researched and then kind of burned out um, because it's just been, it's quite emotionally draining. Actually got a message from mum's dad's cousin, the one that I'd matched with right at the beginning. And she was like, hey, do you want to catch up and do a FaceTime and talk like we've never actually done that in the three years that I've been on the DNA website so um, that kind of triggered me to start getting into it again and we talked and she gave me lots of information about mum's dad's side I was able to build that side of my tree which helped separate 
all of my maternal matches and all of my paternal matches. Basically, at that point, I was able to kind of figure out who was on which side, but I still didn't have any close matches. So I put my DNA and I had already put my DNA into like GEDmatch and I hadn't really got anything there. I uploaded on a whim my DNA into my heritage. And I didn't, I didn't really expect to get anyone there. I'd never heard of my heritage before. And I was like, well, I'm on the two biggest databases. How am I going to get anyone closer on like a smaller database? Yeah. Um, put my DNA file on there. And then after a week of processing, I got a message. It was like, your DNA's done. And I logged in and I had a close match. Well, the closest match I'd ever had, which was about 465 centimorgans. And I could tell pretty much right away they weren't on mum's side. And I was like, oh my gosh, this person must be. And he was in, he was in his 70s, like a 70-year-old man, 465 oh. centimorgans. And I was like, how is this person related to me? Yeah, did it does I haven't used my heritage. Does it show like what the estimate would be, like if it's an uncle or grandfather or Yeah, yep, it does. And I think it said, was it first cousin once removed? But yeah, it was like fairly close-ish. We probably have to go back a couple, like only one to two generations to find out our shared ancestor. So yeah, it says great uncle or first cousin once removed to first cousin twice removed. Okay. And to put it into perspective as well, my mum's first cousin on my mum's side shares only 360-something centimorgans with me. So I was like, this person's more closely related than my mum's first cousin that I've obviously grown up with. It just kind of felt weird that I've got this like closer genetic match to someone I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So I messaged him. It was managed by his wife. Um, And I still actually to this day haven't heard back, Um, but I Googled him and had his first and last name. And I Googled him and he actually happened to be fairly high profile. He had a lot of information about him online. He owned like this business. So I was able to find lots of information about him. And I built his entire family tree (laughs) trying to figure out how I was connected to him. So I was going through obituaries and death notices and to try and find all of the living people to figure out where I connected in this tree. And I did that pretty much any moment I had free for about two or three weeks, I was just like, I'm so close. I must be able to figure this out. But I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, Mm. (laughs) which was really frustrating. But I ended up going on DNA Detectives, the Facebook page Mm -hmm. um, and the Down Under one and asked for help. And I was like, this is all the things I've done. I've made leads charts. I've done, I feel like I know so much about genealogy and DNA. Right. Yeah. Oh, I feel like pretty much everyone in this like NPE community knows just far more about DNA than anyone. I felt like it made my brain like just, it was just so much for my brain and I just still couldn't wrap my head around it. So I made this post and someone reached out to me. And she was like, hey, I think I can probably help you with this. I've, I actually found the father of someone and she was the product of a one night stand in a pub. So I think I could probably help. So I gave her access to all of my matches and I even gave her my login details to my heritage because that was where my closest match was. And this all happened on a Sunday. I gave her my access on Sunday night and then Monday morning, I woke up and she had messaged me and she was like, what did you say his name was again? I was like, Peter, I think. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, yep, I'm pretty sure I found your guy. So, wow. yeah, overnight in less than 12 hours. Wow. When you found him and, and saw who he might be, what did you think? Um, it was very overwhelming. It's been such a surreal time. I was, I was a bit nervous because he, um, so she'd already, by the time she'd found him and I'd woken up and she'd messaged me, she'd already found like his entire family on Facebook and had links. And she was like, yep, here's your grandfather. Um, he's still alive. Um, here's your grandfather. I think you look like him and here's your uncles and here's your cousins. Um, and this is your dad. And she was like, I think I can see a family resemblance. And you really could. Like, I didn't look just like him, but instantly I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I can see a resemblance. It was really, really surreal. I couldn't, yeah, I felt like I couldn't believe it that after all this time, finally found who this person was and kind of, you know, going off track, thinking it's this other person. And then now it's back to Peter. From what we could see on his public page on Facebook, it looked like he'd had a Navy career um, or a mili- like a military career. He really liked guns, very pro-guns. Um, hunting hmm. and fishing were his two like top likes on his page. And um, <laughs> I'm vegan and <laughs> I've been like oh heavily, <laughs> I've been heavily into like the animal rights stuff in the past and I was just like oh my god like all of his photos were with like dead animals and I was like oh my god that's yeah that is a wild experience it was really weird I just kind of was like oh my god like how (laughs) it just kind of felt just ironic really um but he kind of didn't seem super approachable from his public page I I didn't know how I'd relate with them. I felt really nervous. But in terms of like looking at all of their faces and stuff, I was like, wow, I feel like this is my family. What happened next? I sat on it for a day and my search angel, who I feel like is just an angel on earth, she's been so amazing. She not only did she find my father, but she effectively coached me through it she kind of advocated for me and she also, so she offered to reach out on my behalf to his family and we, we decided to reach out to one of his brothers because we weren't really sure, I don't know, it just kind of felt like a bit scary going to this person who we didn't really know what he was like and he kind of seemed a bit rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought maybe it's better coming from another family member um so we picked the person who we thought would be like the most we were looking through them we're like oh well this brother has got like a family he seems like a family guy and he also lives kind of close by from what we can see they had a lot of public information actually on their facebook (laughs) it's just just such a weird situation how do you contact your family that you've never known for the first time yeah it's got to be a shock because he had no idea um so we picked his brother one of his brothers um my search angel reached out to them and explain the situation and then apparently he was a bit skeptical at first but um, once she explained it and with the little bit of background that we had on this person who was supposedly my father it it matched up with what he knew and she also sent a photo of me and apparently he was like oh she's got the same hair as our mother 
so that was kind of like the thing that stood out to him um Mm -hmm. that my hair was the same as their mother's which was really nice um yeah he spoke with his brother a few days later my father a few days later he reached out to me so he found out a few days after he messaged me and was like hi on facebook with like the waving emoji Mm -hmm. (laughs) hi really happy to hear about you (laughs) He was, he's mm. been lovely and he called me and we had this conversation and yeah, he was shocked to say the least. I'm really happy to find out about me. And he wasn't, I don't think he really needed too much convincing once he had the information. It seemed to match up with what he remembered. Okay. It's all been really positive. It's just been really really overwhelming the last few weeks his entire family have reached out to me every like almost every single one of them welcome we love family and your family now too I it just kind of felt it feels so surreal knowing yeah have you talked about meeting in person yeah we've we've actually been talking about it this week he lives in another city in Australia um, and I've been talking to him about maybe flying up to meet him. Um, and he's really interested in that as well. It's been a little bit awkward cause like we don't really know what to talk about, but it's been, and that's what the search, the search angel, Tanya, she right at the beginning, she was like, just treat it like you're dating someone like yeah. just like you, you don't always like your family. Right. So mm-hmm. she was like, just keep it light talk about easy things to start off with. So I've been taking her advice and we just talk about lots of just random things, but it's, it's a little bit awkward, but it's positive. Like he's, he was so happy to find out and he actually had this really weird. So he works in a mine and the day that he found out about me. So before he'd found out, he was down a kilometer deep in a nickel mine operating a machine that he should operate remotely for safety reasons and he Mm. was operating it manually which was like against the rules you're not allowed to do that but he did anyway and the reason why is because it brings down it can bring down lots of rock Mm -hmm. um and that's what happened and it he had essentially like this near death (laughs) experience he was totally okay but it was really close it like destroyed the machine from what I understand and he got up and then he got a phone call from his brother and was like, hey, do you know you've got a 28-year-old daughter? Oh, my goodness. Wow. So he wow. had a really big day. Yeah. Have you learned anything about him or your family that has made things kind of make sense? I know you talked about like your hair, but you also said that he's like a hunter, gun enthusiast, and you're vegan. So yeah. has there been have there been any connections? There have been connections. So they're despite being a hunter and all of that, they're all, from what I, from what I've talked to them all about, they're all really big animal lovers, all grown up with lots of animals. I've always like been like big animal lover myself. And I always wanted to be a vet. That's one area where we've connected a lot, like particularly like animals, just, he's always talking about the bird. He knows a lot about birds. He seems to just know a lot of fun, like interesting facts, which is one of my like, all of my friends always make fun of me and my boyfriend all 
all the time that my famous last words are just like, did you know? Because I'm always like, did you know this thing? <laughs> and he oh, is just like, full of, yeah, he's full of those things. Like basically that's because we don't really know what to talk about. He's just like telling me all his fun facts. And every day he messages me like every single day without fail since he's found out about me. Hi, are you having a good day? Hope you're having a good day. Like every day he'll send me a message. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's awkward, but it's good. Does your mom know? Yeah. 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 And how's that going? Not great. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. No, that actually was kind of like, mom has a turbulent relationship with a lot of people. Um, and I feel like that's something that I've noticed in a lot of the stories that I've been listening to on here. Not all of them, but almost like narcissistic type traits. Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of just, yeah. So she basically, I told her, we've not had a close relationship over the last few years um, anyway, but I knew she'd want to know and I wanted to tell my mum, you know, I was real excited. So the, f- the very day that I found out about Peter, I actually called my brother. He's 14. Um, So he still lives at home with mum. And I knew that if he knows, mum knows. So I told him and he was like, oh, my God, mum, mum, Bonnie found her dad. (laughs) I heard him like yelling out. He was so excited. So I told mum and and my brother. And, of course, she was like like really happy. But mum, she loves to insert herself into situations. Um, So I I was a bit nervous that she might contact him. Um, and that by this point he didn't know yet. And, mm. and so I was like to mom, I was like, Oh, like, this is his name. Uh, cause she was like, who is it? What? Oh my gosh. Like, and she was already by like, while we we're on the phone, I could like, she was like stalking him on Facebook already. Mm. And I was like, Oh, like, can you not make sure you just don't contact them or anything yet? Like, I'm just really like, I'm just sitting on it for a bit and I, I don't know what to do yet. And she got so offended that I'd even suggest that she would do that. Angry at me that I'd even say, you know, ask her not to, because why would she do that? She's never interfered in my life. And I just had to reiterate, no, it's not, I don't mean anything by it. I just, I don't want anyone to contact them yet. I'm just processing still. But I felt a bit nervous all week that week because Mum does interfere and I, as soon as I told my boyfriend when I got home that I told mum, he was like, why did you tell her? I was like, well, she's mm. my mum and I wanted to share with her and I knew she'd be happy and he was like, well, okay. I was like, she, she, she won't interfere. Surely, like, this thing is so important that she wouldn't. Um, but all week I was a bit nervous and I had found out that Peter's brother was going to tell him on Friday when he got home from the mines. Mm-hmm. So mum knew he was finding out on Friday and also I'd found out a little bit of information that um, from his family that he'd actually had a long Navy and and army career. They're like, look, we think he's got PTSD Mm -hmm. and like, we don't know how he'll he'll react. He might be like, just not believe it and think it's a scam. And they just really wanted to understand exactly everything so they could explain it to him. And they weren't sure about it. So they wanted him to find out from them. And that's what we wanted as well. So I was like, perfect. And if he decides to contact me, he can contact me. Also, like I'm nearly, you know, in my 30s, it's not like a teenager or a kid needing dad. 
if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So as the week went on and I knew I was finding out on Friday and then I found out this information, I decided to reiterate to mum not to, because I was keeping her in the loop with what was happening. She like wanted to know everything. Um, So I was keeping her in the loop with some things with what was happening and I let her know about what I'd learned and I was like, so we're letting them contact us. Like Peter can contact me. Like, please don't like, we've agreed that we're not going to contact him. Like don't contact him. Okay. Yeah. That's a great idea. Good, good, good. All agreed. And then on the Friday when Peter called me right off the bat, he was like, your mum messaged me yesterday. I was, yeah. So I filed that away because I, (laughs) this is my first phone call with my father and I was like right okay (sighs) yeah I was really angry because yeah luckily and I hadn't told mum this because I actually started getting nervous his brother had actually told him a day early earlier Mm. than expected so we thought he was going to find out on Friday but he actually told him on Thursday morning and it was Thursday evening that mum messaged him but she had no idea that he knew this was, how long ago was this at this uh, point? Just over a month ago, about a month ago now, almost to yeah, the day. Yeah, so it's still pretty fresh. Are you and her really speaking or? No. Okay. Um, no. And because she wouldn't take, she wouldn't even really acknowledge it. So weirdly, mum, because mum and I haven't had this like close, we used to be so close when I was younger, but we haven't had a really close relationship the type of relationship where you ask like, oh, what, what are you up to? Like that sort of stuff. We've not really mm-hmm. been talking much in the last year at least, except when I talk to my brother because mum's obviously around, and but we don't like reach out to each other. Um, and while I was on the phone call with Peter for the first time, I got a message from mum. So when I got off the phone, I had a message from her, just being like, oh, hi, how are you going? Like, I'm doing some gardening, just like chit-chatty message. Like, oh, I'd love to catch up. Like, we should do a call. And I just found out this information that she had, after being told twice not to contact him, contacted him directly behind my back. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I really do want to share with you and talk. But right now I'm really angry. And I've just like, I know that what's happened. I've just, Peter just told me and I need space. And I can't talk right now. And she then sent this big long message kind of like explaining why she did. And I was like, I don't, I don't even want to know the explanation. Like I just want acknowledgement and an apology really because like it was just so, so like her. What do you hope for with your bio dad? Do you have any hopes um, or expectations about the relationship? Well, firstly, I guess I just want it to like stop being awkward. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's good. It's not like a negative thing. It's such a weird situation where neither of us really know that that's kind of the biggest thing. And I I really want to know like my other family members, they've all been so lovely and reached out. Um, My grandfather, he's still alive. He's like 85 and I'd like to get to know him because obviously like he's obviously later on in life. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I went into it with expectations that probably, like, maybe I will get nothing out of this. Like, at least I'll know. Yeah. And just finding out the first few days, especially, I just felt like this overwhelming sense of peace. Just 
kind of just knowing and they sent me photos of my grandmother and I look so much like her it's really weird like makes sense but it's weird at the same time just seeing this person that I look a lot like yeah well that's good I'm so glad that that that's brought you some peace yeah what advice would you offer a parent who might be keeping a DNA surprise from their child. I know that your story is not an NPE story exactly, but your mother did keep a secret from you, you know, for a while that she did, she wasn't sure who your bio father was. Being honest and finding out like as much as you can, like write their name down. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like yeah. that's been the biggest thing. Just like she knew the name. She even wrote him letters and burned them and Mm. mum told me when she had me she thought that you know her love would be enough which that breaks my heart because like I know that my mum loves me very much and but I just not knowing has just been so it makes you I don't know I just I just knowing I think knowing is just really important and as much as possible just being honest Uh, What advice would you give someone who is searching for their bio dad and doesn't really know who they are? Keep a spreadsheet. I actually found, keep a spreadsheet of everything that you've searched for because when you're looking through all these different people, you start seeing names and you search different names and it's just so hard to keep track of where everyone connects. (laughs) And I actually found... When I found out this guy's last name, it sounded so familiar and I searched in my mum's messages that I'd sent her and before I'd even done my DNA test, I'd actually sent her that name and asked if it could be him and she was like, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Um, But if I had had that, I would have been able to find it easier, I think. Yeah, keeping a spreadsheet and just taking breaks because I know at least for me, I felt really burned out a lot of the time and I probably could have taken some time off work when I found him actually because although it's been really positive, it just brings up so much because there's so much behind. It's not just the act of like finding out who your father is. It is the entire kind of like your entire life beforehand. So I feel like I've been like processing everything and yeah, just give yourself time and compassion as well. Like I've kind of just, I don't think I really had an option. I felt like my body's just made me take it easy over the last few weeks. Um, So I've been pretty much useless at work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. Well, Bonnie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I felt and heard so many similarities to an NPE experience, a DCP experience. I think it's, we're all interconnected with the emotions and things that we go through on this journey. So thank you for sharing. And I hope that your relationship with your bio dad continues to grow. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so too. Thanks again to Bonnie for sharing her story. If you have a DNA surprise story that you'd like to share, please email dnasurprises at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time.